What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Literate Lessons 161. Is that right? Yep. Alright, as always, everyone, I am Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? I am tired. I'm I feel out. that. I have been trying to follow along Fort Wayne stuff all day, and I keep getting distracted because Unite has their AOS Cup in the same weekend. Okay. And So, so how was that? Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I got to watch all but, like, the last two matches, which were the two matches that overall mattered, but... <laughs> Uh, I don't even know who won. I ended up having to leave, and then I started dinner, and now we're here. I got to watch everything until it mattered. Yes. <laughs> I got to watch I... this really sick uh, Rayquaza steal from, by Ender, which was amazing. Other than that, I, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I got to watch uh, top four matches, and the only reason I watched that is because I forgot that uh, Fort Wayne was this weekend. <laughs> you forgot? It's, well, look... If you can believe it, life has been a little stressy, depressy this past month, um, and so you know we're 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 doing. That's yeah. about the best I can say right now. Yeah, um, I understand. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot. I know. You know, obviously we had people in Knoxville and everything who uh, went and played and everything, and it wasn't until uh, they were talking about the uh, oh, who was it? It was. Uh, it was about... Fiona. Yeah, yeah Fiona yeah. had her uh, four out of five fissures hit. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a stream today. Yep. Huh. <laughs> and so, like, at that point, I'm like, I guess I could watch this. That seems cool. <laughs> I should tune in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just didn't even cross my mind that coverage was a thing. And, like, I don't know why, because there's always coverage. But, but yeah, I yes. got to... In some shape to watch. or fashion. Sydney was also this weekend, and yes. I can't find anything related to Sydney. Uh, outside of exactly, I think, the uh, post on Victory Road, I believe most of it was uh, not streamed. Um, so I have top eight teams from Sydney, and that's it. Yeah. Which is more than I had, mm, like, ten minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, looking quickly over this, uh, every single team has Fluttermane. Yep. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Every single team has a grass type. <laughs> Lilligant with the top eight. Okay. Um, I see you. There's four Tinglu, three Glamora, four, four Dragonite. Er, let's see, two Chiyu, bunch of Arcanines. Looks like four Arcanine. Yep, four Arcanine. Uh, two Chiyu, one Torkoal. Uh, a lot of Glamora. Like, yeah. three out of eight is a lot. So, the idea is, is Glamora and Wochin just kind of stall the game out, essentially. You mm -hmm. you get to toxic everybody, and Wochin just becomes, like, killable. Well, to be fair, uh, you have two copies of the same team here with, uh, Gyarados. The Gyarados have three copies in this, this weekend? Because uh, did, Fiona uh, had Gyarados, didn't she? I don't know. I know. Oh. I know Gyarados was high on my list. There were, there were, there were two. Two Gyarados. atmosphere had a Gyarados too. There were four Gyarados out of the top eight, eight teams in both well, events. Two top eight yeah. lists. Um, 
Gyarados was high on my list of this is going to be a good Pokemon because it has Intimidate. It's not the standard Arcanine. It's its weaknesses are different. And Ting Lu is going to be so popular that, that no one's playing electric types. <laughs> well, like the, the thing that Gyarados really has to worry about in this format is like bundle, right? And like there's what, two copies of bundle here in Fort Wayne. And there's uh I think there's uh zero, zero in Sydney. Sydney? Yeah. <laughs> so like when there's less freeze dry running around and there's no electric types in either top eight, like uh, I I lied. There's a there's a there's, there's a hands yeah. in uh in Sydney's winning team. So like one out of sixteen teams has an ant like a true electric type. And two out of sixteen has a bundle. Yeah. So like, just eh? Gyarados was a good meta call. Uh, yeah, being, I, I fully agree. Did not expect pretty that. hard, like a hard check into opposing Team Lu, is a benefit in this situation because Fissure was everywhere apparently. <laughs> well, you also, uh, you know, you resist the uh, ice spinner coming off of Chien Pao's. You like get to intimidate them. You're able to, like, uh, I'm assuming, like, Dragonites, do we, what abilities are these Dragonites running? Are they multi-scale? Uh, I can tell you real fast. Let's see, this one is multi. I would assume multi-scale is the majority of them. So, like, when there's no inner focus, uh, the 8th place team in Fort Wayne, uh, in the hands of Lev Wiley, Willy? Willy Wiley. I don't know. Um, they were, uh, they were inner focus. The other two were not. Yeah, dude, there's a Lilligant in both top eights. Yeah, <laughs> Lily Cole is has been popular. Uh, actually, it's the same team. It looks like too. Fluttermane, Lilligant, Torkoal, Great Tusk, Chien Pao. Yeah, sick. Yep. So yeah, really cool. The the reasoning here is. Um, Chien Pao works with both Great Tusk and Dragonite very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Torkoal also powers up Great Tusk and Fluttermane, so there's a synergy there. Uh, and then it also is a good synergy piece with Lilligan, obviously, being able to do fast sleep powders after use and things of that nature. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. like you said, there's a lot of synergy here for it, but like on face value, when you first see that, you're like, man, that's kind of weird. But then, like like you said, when you actually sit down and think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, super synergistic with everything going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite Pokemon in this list, in the topic for at least the uh, Fort Wayne event was this Dragapult. I think it is probably my favorite bring to this event. We're, we're banded, right? Yeah. I think that's what they were we saying are, in commentary. We are banded Dragapult. Um... Being Terra Steel means you get to beat up all the uh, Fluttermanes running around, too. Yeah, like... Which, like, you, have... you also have, yeah, Phantom Forces for as well. Yeah. Um, actually, Terra Steel lets you beat up all the Chien Pows as well. There, You get to answer a lot of Pokemon uh, with just, just this one Pokemon, and Dragapult is so fast anyway that you're outspeeding Fluttermane, you're outspeeding Chien Pao, you're outspeeding Bundle, unless they're booster energy, and mm-hmm. you can just tear through people. Which so interestingly, um, Justin's two game, uh, two matches on camera that I got to watch, uh, 
Dragapult did not appear in any of them. <laughs> uh, fun fact, Dragapult's not that great when your opponents have King no. Gambit. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, uh, when you play back-to-back King Gambit teams, it's really hard to justify it. Yep. Um, but I believe, I would I would imagine the powerhouse of Chien Pao plus Dragapult is going to be very, very popular, I would assume, going forward. Uh, especially with, like... E-Speed Dragonite being the popular combination. It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm a ghost type. You can't touch me unless you want to click something that's not extreme speed. And then you get outsped and get bodied. Have you looked at uh, Lucas' team yet? Yeah. Dude, I am in love with this King Gambit set. I know commentary, uh, they were doing a lot of comparisons between this and like Palafin. It's like, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense, right? You get a single Intimidate, like, then you're getting your stat boost off of that, what you would get off of your uh, hero, Heroic Transformation. You have uh, Type Boosting Item plus Terra Type for, like, a ton of damage, plus Priority Move that matches that as well. So, like, yep. it makes a lot of sense, like, who needs Iron Head when you can just run, you know, <laughs> double Dark-type attacks, Swords Dance? Well, the best fairy is also uh, neutral to Dark, right? Yeah, like, it just like, doesn't matter. It, you don't need the Steel-type. When when the best Ice-type is neutral to Steel and has a decent defense, and the best Fairy-type is just neutral to Dark, you don't need the Steel coverage anymore. And, like, Chien Pao, like, doesn't really matter, because you also have Arcanine here, you also have Ting Lu- well... Tingly's probably not doing a ton to it. Uh, but, like, Palafin kind of just sits in front of him. I was about to say, I'd be interested in seeing how much, um, like, Palafin does to uh, Chen Pao with just, like, a Terra Water Jet Punch or Terra Water Wave Crash. Pulling up the calc now. Like, both in Zero and in Hero form, because I feel like you're still taking a chunk. Chen Pao is not bulky at all. It's a neutral hit for the most part, so unless you Terra, obviously. See. Okay. Um. um Palafin. We'll just pull up this set because why not? And then Chien Pow. Let's see. Jet punch from. Let's see. Two fifty two. You're probably not going to be max attack though, right? In Palafin, mm-hmm. uh, you probably are. If you're if you're looking to do things with zero form, you're likely max attack. So let's see. This is max attack. We'll say adamant for the sake of damage output here. Um, Mystic Water from base Palafin does thirty five to fifty two, and if we change that to base one sixty. Attack, it's 60 to 72 in the Chien Pal. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, and then let's turn this into Wave Crash. And it's a guaranteed Oko transformed. And 70 to 83 in yeah. base. That that's a lot. That's that's unterrored. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not using terra. your Terra. Like, I would imagine with Terra, like you are running scared as a Chien Pal. Oh, where's the Terra button here? Does Showdown not have a Terra button? Uh, probably not. Oh, there it is. I'm I'm just dumb. You're just blind. Got it. Yep. 
<laughs> uh, base jet punches, you know, just casually 50%. Yeah. You're 83% to, to two hit KO. <laughs> That's pretty good. Absurd. Pair that with an Amoongus redirecting any hits away from your Palafin, like a Sucker Punch or anything like that, and you're probably in trouble. Uh, Jet Punch, when transformed, is uh, 81 to 96. So, unfort never an Oko. Because that's also zero bulk uh, Chi and Pao. Well, they're always Sash. <laughs> correct, correct. So it's never an Oko. It's just putting them to Sash is important. Uh, yeah, most you can do is, yeah, 96, so they would have, at max, like, 5 HP. So yeah. literally any kind of chip chaos. Exactly. Like, putting them to Sash is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, Palafin, Palafin looked really good for Justin. It was very how impressive. How many events has Palafin won so far? Um, That's a lot, a right? A lot. It's a lot, it's, yeah. It's won an event I know in every single format, and I think it's won multiple events like throughout the history of Scarlet and Violet. Well, it's got its it's got, sorry, it's got its regulation C trophy under its belt already. Yep. Um, let's go see if we can find a regulation B team. I know also, it's got to win a regulation <laughs> B. I don't know uh, if Wolf you. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And um. Where was that? San Diego? San Orlando? Diego. One of the two. I think it was Orlando Regionals was the first one back, right? Probably. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it makes, makes me laugh that uh, on coverage this weekend, they referred to it as Regulation B. Like, they're just, like, retconning the series names. <laughs> it's un- it's understandable, right? Like, it's it just made me laugh when I heard that the first time. I'm like... <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I I know, like, it doesn't mean anything, but it just... It's stupid, and I love it. So, looking down in... Let's see. Uh, top 16, you want to get a shout-out to uh, both Charisma and... Blizz. Blizz. Uh, both finishing top 16. And a huge shout-out to, uh, to Atmosphere... Fellow uh, Double Darms, you know, player uh, finishing top eight this weekend as well. Huge shout-outs to, bo- uh, to all three of them. Really, yep. really just, you know, putting the community on their back and representing. Um, Let's see. Timbit, Olivia, you know, another top 32 to her name. Um, Let's see. I know you and I were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. Anything down here in tops, you know, in in top in day two that you uh, you're interested in talking about? Uh, there's a dox bun in nineteenth place. It's kind of cool. There's a jump bluff in eighteenth place. It's kind of cool. How about Cerulege Corviknight? Not doing anything for you? Yeah, not really. There's a Taurus uh, in twenty third. There's a there's a Scizor in forty second. I saw that. Uh, I, I'm not as impressed, but I, I do think Scissor's going to be good. It's just, it's going to take some The rest time. of the team around it's really cool. We have uh, Cerulege, uh, Glamora, Chiyu, Gera, uh, Gastro, and Scizor. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. It's a very unique team, to say the least. Um, 
looking through it. I just don't think they have enough, like... They have a very strong, like, here's Chi-Yu and here's Glamora, and that's it. <laughs> like, that's my big special attacker-like advantage. And then it's a safety goggles taunt Terra Blast Gyarados that has to that has to Terra to actually do something outside of Waterfall. Um, and then it's a Cerulege, which just doesn't line up in the meta, I don't think, anymore. Like, you're weak to every dark type in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And you're tearing away from that dark type into a grass type, which there's a lot of more ice answers than there were previously. Mm-hmm. So Pokemon like that are just going to be... The po- the fire-type Pokemon that are tearing into grass are much weaker now. That we have things like Chin Pao and Ice Spinner on, like, Great Tusk and Dragonite and anything that can run it is going to run Ice Spinner just because it's the best physical ice move in the game right now. Um, and so if they have ways to hit you on that one axis and then ways to hit you on the other, you can't br- safely bring it, right? Like, you want this Pokemon to do something cool because it's a bulk-up Shadow Sneak Bitter Blades Rule Edge set with Clear Amulet. Like, you're immune to Intimidate and other stat drops, and you're really, really powerful when you get going. You just can't get going. <laughs> Safely. Safely is the keyword there. Especially on Agreed. this type of team. There's no Amoongus or anything to kind of redirect away, like, any kind of hits into you. So, that's pro- got- that's part of why I'm, like, I'm not high on Cerulege. Here you go. I got a team for you. I'm ready. 37th. 37th. VJ Sood. I see an Iron Moth, a Braviary. <laughs> we uh, have Gardevoir, Meowskarata, Iron Moth, Azumarill, uh, Tinkaton, and Braviary. This team is some hotness. Huh. There is there is a lot going on here, and I like uh, all of it. Hey, look, there's that move Ice Spinner I was talking about. I'm very interested in Braviary here. It has Body Slam on its Sheer Force set, and I'm curious if it has a better normal-type move. Uh, I don't think so, actually. I don't think there's a better normal-type move for Sheer Force. Uh, yeah, Body Slam. Body Slam's 85, Crush, Crush Claw is 75. Yeah. Um, you have, the only thing that it learns better than that is Giga Impact, Thrash, and Takedown, and none of those are boosted by, uh, Sheer Force. Yeah, no, none of those get boosted, so, like, Body Slam is the best Sheer Force move. You could run, like, Fachade, just in case you do get burnt, I guess? Maybe. But, that seems a little niche. That That's very specific for a Pokemon you're probably not wanting to get burnt to begin with. Correct. Um... No, you can click Sludge Wave next to it and go for the poison. I do like <laughs> Iron Moth a lot. Um, my my problem with Iron Moth in general is it feels a little gimmicky. It, yeah, it, I feel it that. It struggles to... Ground is such a strong type coverage that most Pokemon, if they have a ground type coverage move, will play ground just because it's the safest coverage move. And you're four times weak to the safest coverage move in the game. And so it's it's a little eh to want. Well, if to you worry look in top eight, there's five ground types. So yeah, like there's five. There's, oh, six. I'm sorry. There's six. I, yeah, I missed I the say, Great Tusk. 
There's a Garchomp, four Ting Lu, and a Great Tusk. I'm just like, <laughs> man. Is is Dozo carrying Earthquake? It's it not. is. Okay. Uh, this one isn't. The one I'm looking at isn't. In eighth place? Uh, There's one in sixth place. It's not. Oh, there is. That is a solo Dozo, by the way. There is no Tactigiri on that team. That is a solo Dozo. I see that. Um, okay. <laughs> I am rather surprised. I am, I am um, actually very happy to see that. I think yeah. um, solo Dozo is going to see a lot more play. Like, just as a strong water type option. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of good support in things like Eon, and you have just the best physical move pull of a, of any water type ever, because you have access to things like Earthquake and Heavy Slam and all that fun stuff, so. My boy Max Calvert got two in top, in top eight. I'm very happy. I don't know if you saw, but there's a, uh, there's a jump bluff in top 32. Almost top 16. Yeah, I said yeah. that. Yep, I pointed it out very early on. Oh, see, I started at the bottom and worked my way up. Um, the jump bluff is like Covert Cloak. I'm assuming. On course. Oh, it's Covert Cloak. Yeah. Uh, Covert Anytime Cloak, I see jump bluff, I just assume it's Sash. But yeah. I guess if you're pairing it next to Chien Pao, you would rather have it have its Sash. Uh, Scarf Tusk is super duper cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, but, th- this eject pack Torkoal is kind of hot too. Yeah, that's kind of the tech with these overheat Pokemon is you just like you play eject pack and then you hit overheat and then you get a free pivot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Terra Fire type Terra Blast King Gambit on a Sun team's also kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to hit you real hard. <laughs> yeah, this, Who needs this team's Arcanine, really right? cool. Who needs Arcanine? This team's really cool. Um. I believe the Doxbun team right below it was doing Lava Plume things. Yeah. It was. I would not be, uh, like, surprised to hear that. Today I learned Shiyu gets access to Lava Plume. Not, again, not surprised to hear that, but... Just new information. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another Gyarados, another Gyarados. There's a Ferrigraph. I expect this Pokemon and Serena to see a whole lot more play going forward. Oh, my queen. Did you mention the Pavilion? No. <laughs> yeah, this is a Pavilion in 25th. Cool. Uh, it's with Dozo. It's not Dozo a naked Geary. Dozo. Boring. Imagine not playing Sleep Powder on your Pavilion. Disappointing. Uh, Pavilion suffers from that four moves Slenderot syndrome. It, it does syndrome. a lot, yeah. It's like, it wants Rage Powder and Pollen Puff and Tailwind and Protect and sp- Sleep Powder and all that stuff. And you're just like, I can't fit it all. And this I situation. Mean, to be fair, I think the four moves you listed are like better than Sleep Powder majority yeah, of the I'm about time. To say, it's like, in this situation, I think not having Sleep Powder is fine. Mm-hmm. You just want the tailwind. You want the redirection. You want the healing. It, this is just like immune to ground Among Us. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just like friend guard butterfree. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's that's really cool. I really like having it. It's just it's sad that it's just not good enough to. It's it's really interesting that they have uh. Friend guard Pavilion and friend guard uh, Mousehold here. Yeah, 
It's just all the damage mitigation. As mm. much damage mitigation and redirection as they can muster. <laughs> and you have Polypuff on the Pavilion, too. So it's just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to stick around a little bit longer. And honestly, pairing it with Chi-Yu is, like, really smart. Because, like, the Chi-Yu team I played, that was the biggest problem with it. It's like, you can't swap in Chi-Yu, it just dies. I'm cur- I was counting Goldengos. My my prediction is right so far. Goldengo has fallen off hard. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. Uh, you I, had... I was I was very adamant that Goldengo is just it's just not good enough anymore. There's four mm-hmm. premier dark types running around that you can't and you can't just click make it rain into them most of the time because they'll either outspeed you in the form of Chien Power Chi Yu. Or they just don't care in the form of Tinglu and Wochian. Mm-hmm. And Goldengo needs to adapt hard. So you sent over the usage data from mm-hmm. day two. Uh, we had, what, 47 players? Is that right? Uh, there was 47 in day two, yes. 35 Fluttermain. Yep. Not surprised. <laughs> Not <laughs> um, the next highest was Amoongus at 23. Um, yep. And then the next highest after that was the fire types of Chiyu and Arcanine at 15. And then 14 Tinglu, 14 Palafin, 12 Chien Pal, 12 Iron Hands, 11 Baxcalibur, uh, 9 Dragonite, 7 Bundle, 7 Tusk, uh, six Gambit, six uh, Dozo, five of each of Torkoal, Garchomp, Gyarados, Goldengo, Glamora. Hold uh, on. There's more naked Dozos. Yeah. There's three There's other more naked, than just one. <laughs> there's three naked Dozos in the in day two. I had to go find naked Dozos. Okay. Uh, Four, in our fours, there was uh, a lot of Tailwind Setters, actually, in the form of Murkrow, Talonflame, and Corviknight. Uh, and then four, Mousehold, as well. Uh, one of the big things that people are realizing in Regulation C is Tailwind isn't as important. <laughs> because everyone's just playing priority. <laughs> You're just playing yep. Extreme Speed, and Jet Punch, and Sucker Punch, and all this, and Ice Shard, and all this stuff. And it's not as needed to be faster when you just have higher priority moves most of the time. Um, there were three Lilligant, Azumarill, Annihilate, Tyranitar, Tatsugiri, and Wochian. Two of Bonnet, Indeedee Female, Mimikyu, Farigaraf, Aquabreed Taurus, Cerulege, and Volcarona. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, singles. Uh, there's actually only one Naked Dozo because they have all the Tatsugiri broken up. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Because I'm over here counting, I'm like, there's no other Naked Dozos. Yeah, there's a Stretchy and a Curly formed Tatsugiri. There's uh, three yep. Curly, uh, one Stretchy, and one Droopy. Uh, notably, on this chart, they have the Vivillion in the wrong pattern. So I would like to make a complaint to whoever made this. What pattern is the pavilion? I don't know. I just want to complain. I'm sure it's probably wrong because there's like 300 different forms of it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that is the wrong pavilion form because uh, currently 
before the go update thing, sinking thing that's breaking everybody's saves. Uh, the only form you could get was the fancy form. Okay, hold hold on. <laughs> what about breaking saves? So when you so there was a, something that happened between the purchasing of the DLC, the sinking of postcards with Go to get different pavilion forms and Scarlet and Violet, and people's save files were just getting corrupted. This started like a month ago. Uh huh. And they're currently they're they're able to roll them back and get them fixed. It's just it takes a it's a process and it takes a bit. But so how might able, one go about doing that? You have to contact Nintendo support. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, but through the Go postcard thing is you can get the different pavilion forms to spawn in your mm-hmm. game. And so now you have access to all the pavilion spawn uh, spawns you want for different forms. Is that including like the fancy ones? Like yeah. there's like super super rare ones that yep. you can only get through. They okay. are they, each post certain region postcards are specific to certain pavilion forms. Got it. Like there's a couple that are like super duper like unique and niche that you could only get for having these very specific regions uh, from a postcard. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of pushes people to do gifts on Pokemon Go and play that and reach out and things like that. Gotcha. But the base okay. form pavilion that you can get in Scarlet and Violet is the fancy form. Okay, sure. Uh, looking through all the notable like one-ofs here, there was a Hatterene and an Armor Rouge. Um, the Sizer we mentioned, the Iron Moth, Gardevoir, Braviary. Dragapult. Someone brought Iron Treads, which is really cool. Iron Jugulus, also really cool. Um, the Tinkaton and the Meowskarata. Someone had Salamence. Where's Salamence at? I didn't um, even see Salamence. Oh, oh there man. it is. 46th. Yep, yep, yep. I was going to say, I thought I saw it fairly early on when I was looking. Terra Steel, Life Orb, Dual Wing Beat, Earthquake, Dragon Dance, Protect. Interesting. Looking to Dragon's just... Dance makes a lot of sense on this team, having redirection on Amoongus. Yep. Uh, pairing it next to Chien Pao is interesting as well. The problem is, is you know, you aren't Dragonite, so you don't have priority. Terra flying Chien Pao is interesting, because you can then Terra flying next to your Salamence, and you can just spam Earthquake all day. That's kind of cool. Choice ban Chien Pao is also a choice. Yeah, it's kind of fine, in my opinion. It's just like, you're it's looking, whatever, you're looking right? to hit something really hard with it, and then it goes down in a couple turns. Like, you want to essentially just trade for a KO, and that's good enough. My interesting Terra type here, this is a Terra Dragon Corviknight. Yeah! So, um, I'm interested into why Terra Dragon is the Terra type for this one. You know, if I had an answer... I'd tell you. I'm saying you're trying to think about it like so. Electric would be neutral in the way you current electric. Are you weak? You're weak to electric. Uh-huh. And you're weak to fire. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, so the, those both, both of those become, become resistances. Um, you then will also resist water, which means you resist palafin. Uh, you resist grass, which means you resist. I don't know what anything trying to hit you. Miascarada. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the one Which, I mean, you, all, you already you already resist grass too, so like that's not that big of a sell. Um, um My downside is you're now weak to fairy, and there's a lot of flutterbane, as we've talked about. Yeah. 
But like becoming uh like gaining a resistance to fire and electric I think is pretty good. Again, there's no like real electric coverage running around though. Wasn't there a Rotom somewhere? Am I imagining that? No, there's a Rotom. Uh it's a Rotom wash and it's in like twenty second. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I thought I thought I saw one. Um kinda looking at day two versus day one. Uh, not surprising at all. Flutterbane and Amoongus are still like the top. We're the top Pokemon in day t- in day one. They're the top Pokemon in day two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiyu was number three in day one. Still number three in day two. Uh, Tinglu was four. Tinglu technically is five in day two. Um, Palafin was a big like a big winner in this event. It went from like ninth over tenth overall to. In the, almost in the top five, technically, in usage for day two. Uh, Lo Chien, probably the biggest loser. Uh, falling down from outside the to- outside, just outside the top 12, or just inside the top 12 to way outside at only three copies in day two. Bundle, another kind of loser, I feel like. Bundle is... Interesting. Like, I don't think it's bad, but I do think that it is much worse than what it used to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of priority moves running around. So, like, like you've talked about, speed isn't nearly as important. Yeah. So having having these immunities that that Fluttermane provides you, I think, is more important. Than the like raw damage output that bundle has. That being said, like there's two bundles in top eight, right? And like both of them, I know. Like again, I got to watch Joe's games. Joe's bundle like was good in multiple instances, but again, the big problem was it just was kind of frail a little too often. Yeah. Uh, Joe's Joe's team has been very much pretty much I think mostly the same. Mm-hmm. Whenever he, whenever the new season, the new series starts, or the new regulation rules happen, um, he always kind of defaults to this Garchomp, King Gambit, Talonflame, Amoongus kind of core. And then picks and chooses pieces that he likes. In this case, it being Fluttermane and Bundle. Um, Bundle answering most of the uh, scary, quote-unquote, scary... Mm-hmm. Uh, ruinous Pokemon in like Chiyu and Wochien because I feel like this team would very would really struggle against uh, like a Terra Poison Wochien outside of like Garchomp in specific. Um, but like that's just kind of what he defaults into. He really likes this Garchomp. He really likes this type of King Gambit. It's kind of just what he's been playing a lot of recently. And I'm not surprised to see no ruinous Pokemon on his squad, but I think if he maybe have had like a Chien Pao instead of a bundle in the slot, he might have been able to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Just because, like you said, bundle speed is what it was good for, and now it's just not as good because everything's just playing priority games now. <sighs> Man, I'm about to say you're thinking about something. I don't know. I I I think 
that like obviously this is just like one weekend, right? But yeah. like if you if you look over at Sydney, there's zero bundles in top eight. Yeah. And I I really now, do just think it's that Part of that is the meta in Oceania is much different than the meta in US. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, that's, are... Dude, I'm really excited for Worlds. Just having these huge mashups of like uh, of metas and everything is going to be really interesting to see what is actually quote unquote good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm really excited for EUIC. I'm really excited for NAIC because again, these have those like same feels of like larger events that people field. will travel to. Okay. Correct. Correct. Man, I. It'd be really awesome to be able to go to to Worlds and actually just witness it. Right. Unfortunately, I'm not in a position in life where I have weekends available to me to be able to travel. So Uh, That, and you'd be traveling to Yokohama, Japan. (laughs) Also correct, (laughs) yes. It would take you a weekend to probably get there. (laughs) Correct, yes. (laughs) Um, I don't even know what Day Worlds is supposed to be. 11th through the 13th um, of August. Okay. So... Oh, yeah. I think there's, like, a 0% chance of me getting that off, like, ever. Because, uh, like, specifically this year, that's the same weekend as the Missouri State Fair, and that's, like, a blackout week for us. Like, those 11 days are just, like, blackout dates. No one gets those off. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, if you can believe it, we're really busy! <laughs> <laughs> trying to find when the rules and the rules for regulation C end June 30th. Okay. Okay. So there is a world where we'll have a regulation D before worlds and then worlds could be on regulation E or if they have regulation D extended into worlds, that would be fine. Okay. You said this runs through June 30th, June 30th. So that would mean we would have, like, a one-month format of July. I don't think that's going to happen. I think whatever it's going to be, we're going to have for like, July, so August, here, possibly also the September. The DLC is supposed to come out in fall and winter. Correct. Usually, for those kind of situations, they will want to get the formats updated for the DLC so people can play with the DLC Pokemon to keep the game fun and fresh, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's why certain regulation rules have only been a couple months. Correct. Certain re- like, and this one's longer than most. This one's actually above average for what we've had for most of Scarlet and Violet's lifespan so far. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they want to do rule-wise if they want to just say, hey, we're going to play regulation C at Worlds. doesn't matter what regulation D is or whatever. We're going to play regulation C. Or they could be regulation D is going to be this because here's your home integration. Here's all that. Go have fun. Play with that stuff. And I, I think that's probably what it's going to be. Um, let's see. Do we, when is NAIC? Uh, NAIC is the weekend before the 4th of July. It is, it runs like end of June into July 2nd. June 30th through July 2nd. So, those it's events... It's Regulation C. It's 100% Regulation C. Okay, I was going to say, they those events, because it starts on the 30th, yep. um, and they it is actually a three-day event. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. 
They 100% confirmed that already. Um, so is there anything between NAIC no, and... that is the last event before Worlds. Then yeah, I, I bet it'll be whatever Regulation D is, which I'm hoping is, is home integration. Uh, I'm hoping we get home integration before the end of April. <laughs> I, I mean, also, yes. I just don't think they're going to like retroactively change the rule set um, to add them in between now and then. Well, so here's the thing. The, the retroactively would adding... Would only be Charizard. Like, yeah, it, uh, well... It'd be the starters. It would be... Yeah, you'd be adding in forms. Like, that. that's the thing. And I don't know if they'd want to do that. Um, it, The minute home becomes available, those forms become legal. Because they have the dex numbers they need. <sighs> that's how Pokemon has always treated regional forms, is yeah. they share the dex number... That's how it worked when we got it in Sword and Shield. The mini- well, to be fair, I, like what what did we gain access to in Sword and Shield that we didn't Alola have access to Ninetales. before? Was that instantly added in? That was through home. That was the way I know, we got it through I know home. the big thing that was added was Friend Guard Clefairy. Um, but that's not a new form. That's just that's a different just a ability. Hidden, that's a different ability that wasn't available. Um, I, like, I think you're right, I, but again, that was, what, two years ago at this point? So, the what just sticking through the rules, the rules uh-huh. say these Pokemon numbers are legal. Uh-huh. That's all they check. They don't care if it's Alolan or whatever. That's why you can go into battle with Galarian Meowth, but you can't go into battle with Berserker. And Wait, this, is Berserker not legal? Berserker is not legal because it has not because it a doesn't dex have a <laughs> in this dex. But Galarian oh, yeah, because does. Isn't isn't it a reward for like yes. completing the dex or something? It's a reward you get through doing the school stuff. So like, it makes sense for it to not be like in the dex if that's the only way to get it. Okay. But you can breed it once you get it, and you can pass it around and do it. Uh huh. And that's how the Alolan forms are going to work too. It's like, like they can't even keep you away from like specifically like Paldea marks. It's just not a thing anymore because you can immediately once home comes in, you can breed the get the uh, whatever forms you need because Everstones exist. Well, the other the other thing is, uh, we will also have presumably a a deal a uh npc that'll like give you the battle ready mark right because we don't currently have that because oh, nothing that's, that is that's probably going to be no longer a thing they really made a, they made a change to home home will get rid of all untransferable moves before oh when it transfers, when transfer yeah home will do that automatically now because there's so many move differences between like Arceus and this game and Arceus and Brilliant Diamond, Home mostly will do all that for you. Interesting. So the battle, like I said, the battle ready marks no longer needed. Pal- the, that's why they're specifically this is the dex numbers we're using. And then when Home comes in, it'll just be here's the dex numbers that we're going to use. If you don't have a dex number, you can't play. And that's why they specifically list like things like Charizard. And Cinderace and all those other Pokemon that we've gotten through these raid events. Whenever we get that rule set, gotcha. 
That's that's the expectation huh. anyway. Because currently they Incineroar and all of them worked the exact same way until they got an actual dex number in in Sword and Shield's decks. They were listed as legal, but they didn't have a dex number still. Hence why it's here's the dex you, numbers you can use plus these. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's just like it wasn't something I thought about until until you start yeah, getting we, into the nitty gritty. Until rules. we started talking about it, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't something I thought about until you made me think about it. <laughs> um, and so things like the Alolan forms and whatnot probably will be legal once home gets added in. Things Man, like... if only we had like an episode talking about like what forms are coming and everything. <laughs> it feels like we just did that last week. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Oh, man. Other Pokemon news. We're getting locals. Yes, I'm so freaking excited. I've already talked to um, RLGS, and there's, like, a very good chance I'm going to be running them. So that's cool. Uh, I'm just I'm just really hoping that. I know um, we've had a couple that they've ran and everything and had, you know, okay turnout. Nothing, nothing great, but I'm hoping with actual locals and it being... Uh, during the week, we'll actually be able to have, like, different crowds as opposed to, like, the the way they ran those that, you know, you went to and then I went to one as well. Um, they ran them at the same time that they were having, TC, like, TCG League. Like, there's kids who want to play both. Yeah. And they can't because exactly. they're being ran at the same time. So I'm hoping that um, with them running during the week, that we'll have a better turnout for it. That would be nice, yeah. Um, Plus, then I can potentially, you know, put, you know, 10 out of 400 or whatever in my Twitter bio and people will get, think I'm get cool. Get your CP in your Twitter <laughs> profile, man. <laughs> Look, man, everyone else does it. Why can't I do it? I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh. It just, it makes me laugh because, like, I have literally no plans of going to the world and or even attempting to qualify. I, I think they they hyped this one up. Because it's the first one in Japan and things like that. I honestly think this will probably be a smaller turnout than most worlds. It'll be mostly the the hard grinders and the people who can afford it. Mm-hmm. And it'll be very hard to get people. It'll be a lot of local people probably there more than just like people traveling to go to worlds this season. Yep. Which Big is, it's, agree. It's, it's, that's just what it is. It's like you, when you put it overseas, um, especially for like the average player that may spike a tournament like one or two times and gets their CP just slowly but surely, they probably can't afford to spend the however much for a plane ticket and then however much for all the rest of that because they didn't get the travel stipend and things like that. Yep. It, it just it kind of sucks when they put it that far away, um, but it, it works the opposite way when they put it in the U.S. and things like that too. Oh man! But yeah, locals I'm, will be exciting. I'm, I'm so excited! I seriously just uh, we're getting ours back in May for VGC, right? 
is what what the current timetable is. It's like May to June, somewhere in there. Yes. Just in time for everyone to uh, play through NAIC and then try to go spike locals to get the last like 30 or 40 CP they need to qualify for Worlds. Going to check Facebook. Yep. Uh, let's see. I, I would. The only thing I have is that they're going to do it during the summer on like Thursday evenings. Well, I will be at home, unfortunately. I will not be able to attend. Because I have to be up early the next day. And I don't get off work until 5. <laughs> to be fair, we don't have a time yet or anything else. But but yeah. By, by the time I would get home, eat dinner with the wife, get cleaned up, and get down there, it'd be 7 o'clock. And it'd be... Wouldn't be worth the drive for a couple hours. Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. I understand. Now, if you're looking for a place, I got a place that you could probably set up and go do Pokemon stuff in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. Do we... I'm interested. Um, Where can I find TCG standings? Your guess is as good as mine. Oh, let's see. Fort Wayne. Pokemon... PCG standings. The reason I ask, um, we, Tiff and I made a friend with this kid whose name is Luke. Uh, he's a junior, and while scrolling through Facebook, I saw his mom posted that uh, he ended up like prizing at, at Fort Wayne this weekend. So well, I'm interested nice. to see where he actually finished. Um, I don't know. Why doesn't this work? Ah. I don't know. I'll figure it out later. I'm about to say, I'm not sure where you can go and look up, like, listings for juniors and seniors, like, the events, because... They try not to publicly post a lot of that stuff just to protect mm-hmm. the privacy of the young children and things like that. Like it's 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 yep. very sensitive kind of stuff. Um, you don't want to be putting a lot of pictures of like their face and their names and things like that. That's why they don't have last names on a lot of the uh, juniors and senior stuff. Yep, I'm I'm looking now at the juniors listings, and. There is uh, no last names listed yeah, whatsoever. They don't. Which, they they yeah. specifically do that on purpose. <laughs> Even in pairings, there yep. is no last names. <laughs> Good. Um, hmm. I'm not seeing him, though. That's really unfortunate. I'll have to message her and be like, hey, how'd he do? Hey, send me info about where he finished so we can actually find him. Yeah. Um trying to think of other things going on. oh yeah invitationals this week oh yeah that's kind of a big thing um <laughs> we have 24 players qualified i'm not sure if all 24 are going to participate uh, oh i thought we yeah 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 24 24 yeah you're right you know who you are um you're in the discord qualified 
congrats. Um, hopefully you, you've uh, taken the hint and signed up for the event. I'm, I'm checking right now. I'm going to see who's registered and who's not. Only five of you who, registered. Let's see, I'll tell you who hasn't. <laughs> Mainly because I'm not qualified. Yeah, you're not qualified. You weren't going to be allowed to play anyway. Correct. <laughs> Mainly because I have to work. That and it's your money we're giving away for the most part. Also accurate. <laughs> it's, it's, our, it's our AdSense, our shirt earnings. I mean, to our... be fair, I haven't seen any of that money. Like, we've we've been pulling that since, like, this has been a thing. So, like, yeah. You know, it, this is just what people are giving us for being a part of the community yeah, I, and I, if supporting right, us. We grabbed all of our current Patreon funds. Yep. All of our uh, merch revenue. Yep. For the last like year and a half, and then our AdSense from the podcast, and it's all going yep. back out because that's that's just what we do. <laughs> it's not enough yep, to make money and live off of, so we're gonna give it back if we can. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, like, the goal, right? Why not? Yeah, it's like, it ended up being uh, about $300 in overall prizes. Uh, first place gets $100, I think, is what I ended up doing the math out at. I think that sounds correct. And, and you know, if anyone wants to, like, donate and increase the price pool, reach out to us I, by all means. If you increase the price pool, I get to pay out to more slots. I'm currently paying out the top eight. So, <laughs> and like it's like it's not a lot through five through eight, but I could increase it if I have more money. Mm-hmm. But no, no way, shape, or form are we going to just beg anybody for money. Exactly. Like, if people want to support us, cool. If not, I get it. Yeah, don't worry about it. We, we're fine. <laughs> we're we fine. We fine. will always be fine. Yep. I get it. Oh, but yeah. Uh. Invitational will be this weekend. It'll be Regulation C. I'm excited. Uh, it because it'll mostly be autopilot for me. It's it's double. It's best of, best of three double elimination. So it's just like you lose tw- you lose two matches, you're out. Yep. Um, and that's it. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch and see who comes out on top, and I'll get the PayPal ready to go pay everybody. I'm excited, man. It's going to be a fun weekend. I hope so. Alright. With that all out of the way, you about ready to get out of here? I'm ready to go to, you know, eat dinner and go to bed, yeah. I made these amazing, like, stuffed manicotti shells and wrapped them in bacon and threw them on the grill. They turned out fantastic. <laughs> I am patiently awaiting pictures of them. Uh, it'll be once I get done recording, probably. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> I might post them in the Discord, too. Okay. Get us on out of here, bud. So, alright, everyone. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, if you're listening over on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, ring the sub bell, all that good stuff. It really does help us out. Uh, if you're listening on any of the other audio-only platforms, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And, uh, you know, get notifications when our stuff comes out every week. Um, past that, you can always follow us over on Twitter, at LR Lessons. Myself, at MrMissouri25. Carl's at MusicalVGC. Uh, Carl and I are both on Twitch as well. You can follow us there, at MrMissouri25 and at Musical. 
come and hang out on our community Discord. That's where you get to plan all of our events and you know qualify for the next Invitational next season and everything else that we do and get to hang out and have fun. Um, our community is fantastic. I seriously cannot cannot ask you uh, like you know I can't pressure you enough to come join. It's genuinely like an amazing community. Yep. Um, past that, you can go ahead and check out the website lrlessons.com. Or there, check out the merch page while it's still up. While we, uh, you know, figure out what we're doing, um, we're in the middle transition. of transition. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll happen when it happens, and when it happens, we'll let you know. We gotta find the right um, partner. That's that's pretty much what it is. We've we've found one, and Tiff has actually ordered a sample for her, um, because our LGS also had a Teespring shop. And um, also had problems with said Teespring shop. I was about to say, have you got your order yet? I got one of them. One of them. E- evidently, they printed them separately. I ordered three shirts, and they printed two together and one by itself. I never got any confirmation that it was being printed or that it was shipped or anything. It just showed up. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to be in the process of transitioning right now. So, Literally, it just... I, it's so frustrating because Tiff messaged me and she's like, Hey, your shirt came in. I'm like, I, I didn't even know it was printed. I didn't <laughs> so, even know it was going to be here. I, yeah. Like I have, uh, I think it's called Shopify. No, it's just called shop. It's like it, you, it like connects your address. You track your packages. Your packages. Yeah. It never had anything come up on there, and evidently there was a tracking number and everything on it. It's just, I don't know what they're doing, but it continues to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, changing shops soon. Um, so yeah, you know, if you want to pick up our merch from a company that we're not going to be with much longer, go ahead! <laughs> yeah, get it now. I lost my LRL hat, but now I've upgraded my hat game to uh, this new, this new fancy one I found at Target. Or I, or I saw you you uh, picked it up. I'm assuming you have it on now. Yes, it is very nice. Because I you know, can't see you. Yep. Uh, it's got like so. a hollow Pokeball in the center, and the bill has got the starters for Kanto, and then Pikachu on the underside of it. In black and white, it's really, really cool. I have been told I can't wear it to work, so I'm like, well, this is going to sit in the office and be my like, new podcast at Pry for a while. Yep, good enough. Well, um, I guess the last thing we should do is probably give a shout out to our patrons. Yep. Love um, that Patreon. If you are interested in supporting us and don't want to support a company that doesn't give you shipping confirmation, <laughs> you can go ahead and go on over to our Patreon page uh, for as little as like 50 cents an episode, you know, $2 a month. You can support us and, and help, you know, pay out our tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Um, huge shout outs to our ten dollar and up patrons, including Johnny Bravo Senior and Papa Swish. So that is going to be it for this week, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, and until next week, have a good one. Peace. Bye.